Hi, hello, namaste to all my listeners. I'm your host Sarthak Varshne, and I welcome you all to the Balls of Steel Show, where you get an insight into the business mindset of the entrepreneurs. Dhandoni Soch. Hi guys and welcome back to the Balls of Steel show and today we have someone from the so I would say again from the VC VC industry right and uh, this time this person is from Delhi NCR circle he's been helping startups in multiple ways he's given a lot of talks out there probably you would have you know heard him listened to him before also but this time ஒரு Uh, a very exciting business in which uh, 95% of startups don't make it so you know i am okay. into a business where where the failure rate is so high that uh, only the uh, you know only those with balls of uh, gold and balls of steel survive so you know <laughs> a, in fact you know this this show's name is made uh, on my business mm-hmm. Hmm. So I I arrange uh, venture capital and angel investment for startups, and oh, wow. uh, as you know that uh, more than ninety five percent of startups close down, uh, hmm. uh, you know because of many reasons. So uh, only the uh, strong hearted uh, they survive in this field, and right. uh, and you know but it is very exciting because those who make it, they. Right. they reach zenith proportions uh, unicorns and billions of dollars right right okay so that's an exciting business to be in you're dealing with entrepreneurs you're dealing with founders who've got balls of steel that means we we are justifying the name avi <laughs> very much <laughs> balls of steel and uh, and you know eyes of steel and hands of steel and heart of steel <laughs> <laughs> that that that's very true that's very true uh, okay so tushar uh, i mean as much as this sounds good and this sounds exciting for my fellow listeners that mm. you're in the business of helping entrepreneurs raise vc funds and you know you help them get the funds so why don't you explain it to me and my listeners that how does this whole process work what is your exact job i mean are you a broker there or uh, i mean is it right to even call you a broker so what how what is the exact job that you're doing there and how does this process work uh well you know uh, that you know today's world uh, you know the primary way in which one can earn is by making investments and mm-hmm. investments are made across asset classes like stock markets right. commodities uh, and you know uh, real estate and uh, you know there are different ways like mutual funds and investing mm. in unlisted private companies which are called startups is one of the asset classes 
Right. So it just happens that it has a very high failure rate, but the return rate is also very high. So out of mm. 10, 10 investments, uh, eight don't do well. And mm. uh, there is a high probability that the two uh, which you made, they will cross uh, millions of dollars of valuation. So that is the okay. uh, beauty. So how we get it uh, done is that uh, uh, I am personally an investor in four companies. Uh, Wow. And we are closely networked with more than 350 global investors, including from India, Singapore, Dubai, US and UK. And oh, wow. uh, we, you know, rely on the competency of uh, domain specialists in each field. And we make a choice of picking the right company where we would like to help in getting investments. And we help the startups in many ways. We first yeah. create the documentation, which yeah. is uh, the pitch deck, the valuation and the business model. Yeah. And then, then we help them with uh, how to approach the investor and we are there on calls and uh, yeah. we help them on unit economics, negotiating the term sheet. We help them in saving time on their due diligence and also the signing of the shareholders agreement all the way down to the time when they receive the money from the investor. And uh, we also help the investors in choosing the right uh, investments, which are uh, backed by a solid team, uh, which are mm. in the right sector mm. and uh, which have the wow factor to scale up uh, in exponential way in the coming time. Okay. Okay. That means that's a lot of research job. And that is also a lot of uh, handpicking job, I would say. And a lot, I mean, entrepreneurs, you the gut feeling, hoti hoti hai, gut feeling minor rakhti, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, end of the day, you know, there is a difference between a good and the best. Right. And, and you will find many which are uh, great in many on many parameters but uh, you know it is only when three four uh, macro factors uh, they come together and you know you say that uh, this is the investment i was looking for so you know okay. the great product great team right time uh-huh. to to enter the sector uh-huh. and and you know a, a, a decent valuation not a very crazy kind of valuation Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the right uh, time for uh, a problem statement to be solved in the market by the right set of people. So, you mm-hmm. know, it, it just happens that uh, there are times when uh, there is a, a sixth sense which tells you that uh, you should definitely go ahead on this one. Right. And uh, that is the moment uh, when uh, all things come together and, uh, you know, uh, a common agreement uh, is signed and an investment gets made. Okay, okay, that's 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 a very very interesting job because firstly connected, being connected to three hundred investors, I mean that's an insane network. Secondly, working with the startups, you're working with the founders, you get to know them. I mean that is one hell of a st- stuff. I mean I have talked to so many founders, I always love talking to them. So Tushar, let's let's try and break this bit by bit. Okay, mm-hmm. how do you 
pick and choose the startups whom you will be getting the funding or is it that if like, if a startup approaches you and tell you that you know tushar i want to get funded mm-hmm. and can you help me with the process you just take them on board and you work with them how does this thing work on the startup side well you know a lot of people uh, uh, they uh, you know they are attracted towards uh, creating their own startup mm-hmm. so they were uh 28000 startups uh around 15 months back registered with the startup india uh, of the government of india right And today there are 55000 so almost right. uh, almost 27000 startups have got added in 15 months so absolutely basically you know everybody wants to have a startup which uh you know is able to uh, scale up and solve problem in a very meaningful way and uh, mm-hmm. all the founders you know they are meaningful they they actually want to make a difference but mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is that because uh, we have been in this business since 6 7 years and i mm-hmm. have personally met more than 6000 startups so we are oh, able wow. to spot uh, that which is the weak area uh, and you know what needs to be changed to make a particular mm-hmm. business uh, not only fundable but scalable okay and so you know a lot of companies which come to us we have to do a lot of work with them to make mm-hmm. them investor ready and mm-hmm. uh, also do their documentation and okay. uh, and then you know we because we are closely networked with investors what i do personally is that Mm-hmm. i keep on talking to investors so i bounce off the uh, business uh, of the uh, startup on a no name basis with these investors okay and uh, once we have a go ahead from the investor that yes uh, they uh, would be willing to look at it uh, in a very hard way ha huh. then then we go ahead and uh, sign up the startup and uh, start work on the fundraise Okay, so by the time the startup is there with you, Tushar, before by the time you're bouncing of the idea with the investor and you're working and you're trying to make that startup or uh, startup ready. So during that period, is the startup like? Do you say that the startup is onboarded with you, or is it like they are just in on a temporary connection with you? I mean, I don't have the right word for it, so you know, sincere apologies for that part. But mm-hmm. or is it like a temporary connection that is there with you guys as a company, and after which? you know after the go ahead that is when you start to finalize stuff okay that you know xyz company are going ahead to work with going to work with you because we have got a yes from in from an abc investor is it like that or how does that part work so you know uh, sometimes uh, it is different in different situations sometimes a startup okay. comes and we already know because of our experience that uh, this is a, a hot sector and hot uh, place to be in right now so we just mm-hmm. sign up the startup immediately okay then in some other cases uh, we bounce uh, it off to the investors and mm-hmm. ask ask them uh, that you know uh, what would they like to see in such a kind of startup and okay. uh, th- then we make changes to the business model and mm-hmm. uh, make it presentable and uh, then we take it to the uh, investors so you know it is not a very uh, Uh, you know similar approach towards all startups uh, because mm-hmm. you know end end of the day if i am raising 10 million dollars for a startup then mm-hmm. uh, you know i am getting my fee and uh, in any case 
the startup is getting huge amount of money so it mm. is in the interest of both myself and the startup that mm. uh, we are well prepared to have a successful uh, fundraise wow that's that's a very interesting insight as to how the process works so on this note you know listeners i would definitely want to point this out to you that uh if you get to work with tushar right and uh, or let's say some other company which does some similar kind of work but since we're talking to tushar we can definitely vouch for it what is going to be most helpful for you is that you would indirectly get an investor insight as to whatever you're trying to build uh how good is that or how better that needs to be so that you're able to raise that fund at a faster pace am i right to say that tushar yeah absolutely uh, raising the fund at the on the right uh, uh agreement and the right uh, clauses you know so the right uh, deal mm-hmm. so you know in okay. the best interests of the startup and the okay. investor that's great so tushar do you also like uh, i mean is there a way where you organize some sort of a summit to scan the startup or is everything is inbound like startups are coming to you directly or do you also scout them how does this part work the scouting part so uh, i don't have any hangups in uh, approaching startups uh, because mm-hmm. you know i believe that uh, you know uh, that uh, there is every startup founder uh, really tries their best so right. you know uh, i i don't have a hang up in approaching startups but it just happens that uh, i have done more than 200 uh, webinars and events in the last 1 1 mm. and a half years right and uh, because of uh, the presence uh, in the market uh, i get uh, almost 4 uh, to 10 new uh, companies and uh, startups and growth stage companies every day so 4 um, to 10 every day yeah so you know it becomes like uh, one has right. to really be very smart with allocating the time and getting to talk to all of them oh my god that that's insane that's really really insane that means approximately 30 to 70 companies a week and do 10 companies right. a month oh my god that's that's <laughs> yeah so how do does, you manage uh... that <laughs> No, no. So we actually, you know, uh, I spend a lot of time in uh, understanding uh, each startup, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm sometimes uh, working on Sundays and Saturdays. And uh, although I try to prioritize my time, but uh, right. uh, and many of these investors are based out out of India, so uh, we have to talk in early mornings or late nights on the calls. Uh-huh. So right. this is just a part of the job. When you love your job, when you are passionate about your what you do. so right. all these things become part of the package right okay so that gives us a good insight about the startup part of the whole business now tell me about the investor part how right. do you really find those investors and uh, you know how do you approach them bouncing their ideas off or is it like a open forum or if you have to find a new investor how does that whole investor part work give me more insight uh well you know um, in in my 20 plus years of experience i have mm-hmm. worked for private equity assignments at uh, deloitte mm-hmm. and touche and right. i was part of the team at times of india's venture capital firm called brand capital right and uh, i was heading treasury with russian company sistemas india unit where i raised 2 and 1/2 billion dollars for the company in 3 years 2 and 1/2 billion dollars and in 3 years 
ஒன்ஸ்டர்ஸ்ட்டர்ஸ்ட்டர்ஸ்ட்டர்ஸ்ட்டர்ஸ்ட்டர்ஸ்ட்டர்ஸ்ட்டர்ஸ்ட்டர
so naturally mm-hmm. you have a lot to talk about and lot of jogards uh, uh, and lot of uh, uh, ballpark mm-hmm. figures and lot of right. theories to discuss right and so you know all this experience comes in very handy in terms of uh, building quality relationships oh wow okay so tushar do you like uh, let's say there's a new company that comes to you so okay so uh, when that company comes to you do you have like a i mean this is a very hypothetical or what i don't know what of kind of question do you have like a whatsapp group where you say hey guys you know i'm i'm trying to work or this is something or you hand pick those investors and then you you know go and talk to them how does that part works for you well you know uh, startups are of uh, different types you know on the right. basis of their investment thesis they mm. are very uh, you know they define their thesis like you know or at what stage of the company they will invest what ticket mm-hmm. size range they will invest what right. sectors they will invest mm-hmm. and uh, what market size they are uh, looking for so mm-hmm. uh, we have to be very intelligent in approaching the right investors it is uh, you can't uh, spray and pray so right. uh, if, so you know a lot of people i've seen uh, they spray and pray so you know they just uh-huh. send it to 50 investors and then they uh, you know start praying that they receive a uh, reply okay so it, it doesn't work like that so we have mm. to uh, talk to the investor first uh, discuss the opportunity mm. and uh, you know uh, tell them that uh, it's a very good uh, opportunity and available at the right valuation and in the future the valuation will increase mm-hmm. and uh, then you know uh, make a case uh, present the term sheet from the investor to their startup and get the documents done and then seal the deal as they say okay so to chat at a general uh, like on a general basis what is the procedure for uh, this whole process with you guys like what uh, is the well, time frame the whole procedure uh, so we get the term sheet in 25 to 40 days and, okay uh, then 15 days for the due diligence Okay. And uh, assuming that uh, due diligence goes well, uh, because uh, you know it has a large role to play from the startup mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. and then we get the shareholder agreement signed, and then the money comes. That means twenty, fifteen, thirty-five. So maximum like forty to sixty days. I, I mean that's uh, the maximum timeline. Yeah, you can say like forty-five days to three months because uh, For there months. are. yeah there are discussions going around in valuation then there are uh-huh. a due diligence data being uh, uh, to and fro uh-huh. so so usually 45 days to 3 months okay but if i'm not wrong 15 days of due diligence is a faster process right i like i have heard even from some somewhere like uh-huh. sometimes it can uh, like not somewhere but sometimes some people have quoted as long as one month as a minimum time for due diligence so 15 days is a quite fast time right yeah i mean uh, see i recently met uh, a founder who was uh, currently doing a series d so hmm. in that uh, the due diligence was already on since a month right so so because the amount involved was more than 100 million dollars mm-hmm. so uh, so the investors were conducting a thorough due diligence which is uh you know checking the accounts checking the contracts checking the promoter's background uh distributor setup and so basically the exhaustive due diligence 
right and uh, it was also because the company was a digital company so they wanted to be sure of the active subscribers and the uh, paid subscribers and all the digital metrics right uh, but when it comes to early stage investing pre series mm-hmm. a or seed stage so mm-hmm. at that time uh, the due diligence is not thorough it is limited due diligence which uh, which is uh, does not take that much long okay so what are the stages that you specifically deal with do you have are you stage agnostic or do you have specific stages that you work in uh, no we are sector agnostic and uh, uh, we uh, raise funding from uh, point point uh, 3 million dollars to uh, uh, to all the way up to 50 million dollars and wow. uh, and you know we play pick uh, global deals so i have mm-hmm. israeli clients i have clients from australia and uh, also from singapore can canada so we are uh, agnostic to geography as well oh and you're agnostic to stage also so you're ready to work with a very early stage startup as well or is there like you would only work with seed stage something like that uh very early means if it is like uh, 15 lakhs to 50 lakh rupees worth of investment then uh, what mm-hmm. we do is we take them to uh, incubators accelerators and angel investors okay uh but when it comes to more mature and uh, high ticket size funding then we take it to mm-hmm. vc funds family offices family offices fair enough yeah. fair enough yeah. okay so listeners and my fellow entrepreneurs this is a huge insight for you guys directly coming from someone who's working day in day out and giving you uh, i mean letting you understand how this process can actually help you to raise funds and where should you be going because very honestly guys i have also seen a lot of times people uh, many entrepreneurs don't understand while starting out that where do they have to go to raise a fund do they have to go to a vc do they have to go to a family office or do they have to go and go to an angel investor so at such places you know tushar can be of great help but you also need to understand that at a very early stage you probably have to go to an angel investor and then move up the ladder right so so sir could you help me with one let's say i have a uh, i have a hypothetical case okay there's a very amazing startup with a, you know uh, amazingly great idea and everything is in the you know positive direction so can a very early stage startup be funded by a vc or let's say family office how, how much possibility is there for such kind of a situation well you know sarthak uh, if i put my investor shoes on uh-huh. then suppose there is a guy who's sitting in front of me talking about a business idea uh-huh. or maybe he has done work on the business idea for two months or maybe he has identified some partners or uh-huh. uh, may- maybe put in like 2 lakhs or 5 lakhs of his own money right so so basically you know end of the day if i'm investing in that particular opportunity Mm-hmm. then i'm actually investing in that person right so what happens it it, it becomes very person centric that you know you are betting on a person now what happens is in that case what the market mm-hmm. does is they look at founder market fit which means that okay the founder should be uh, should have prior experience in that sector okay so Uh, you know uh, this guy uh, uh, this guy free charge kunal shah right he, uh, he was already successful from free charge 
right and then he started uh, uh, cred Hmm. So the market funded him seed capital of thirteen million dollars, right? And uh, the founders of ten club who already had uh-huh. a successful exit, uh-huh. so they started ten uh, club and they got uh, letters from the potential uh, business of letters worth fifteen million dollars. So wow, the founder market fit was there. and the visibility of 15 million dollars worth of turnover was there so the investors okay. funded them seed capital of 40 million dollars wow so end of the day you know there has to be something fungible on the table whether it is recently one of my clients i got them funded 4 and 1/2 crore rupees oh okay and, and uh, they were you know they had created an organic beauty products Mm-hmm. and it was zero revenue so oh my god okay but you know how we got them funded was that uh, they got uh, letters from 28 distributors in india saying that we want to buy your product okay and we got a letter from the european organic certification agency ecocert cosmos and oh, wow. uh, we also got the letter from one of the organic manufacturers in india based in lucknow saying that we will manufacture this on priority and we also got a letter from the middle east distributor the large distributor sara llc so all right. these letters we showed to the investor investor said that immediately after putting money the visibility of revenue is there so right. they put in 4 and 1/2 crores and uh, the valuation also was quite good i mean for a, a zero revenue company uh, mm-hmm. almost 5 5 million dollars kind of valuation mm-hmm. was uh, so you know you have to actually do some ground work uh, you can't mm-hmm. just uh, uh, say that i have an idea and uh, hence it should be funded wow so guys this is another great insight helping you understand what can get you funded i mean this is a very very great insight reminding me of the several episodes that i've sh- uh, you know seen on shark tank and tushar giving me such such a sort of similar advice and i'm just mind where i have definitely seen some entrepreneur coming in showing in that you know i have these many orders lined up in credit i just need the funds so that i could you know ramp up my inventory or start with the manufacturing and bulk process the order so that's a very good insight tushar for for Thank all you. of my listeners so tushar now that you understand how your business works and how you play this vital role at the business i would want to know that you have done such an amazing job at so many places what made mm-hmm. you really start this business i'm i'm, I'm very very curious um okay so see i have Uh, if you look at my linkedin profile mm-hmm. uh, you will feel that i never had set setbacks but uh, yeah. but you know it hides my setbacks no so, that, that is that is something understandable everyone has setbacks but <laughs> that that does the i mean that is my secondary for me all the setbacks are secondary <laughs> but i really yeah. want to understand because you are you are that uh, person who is connecting two dots right mm-hmm. and you have or uh, you've been at such great positions why this business you could have you could have done anything else also why this uh so actually i really understand uh, this business quite well uh, and uh, okay. 
and you know when i uh, used to talk about uh, macroeconomics and global mm. uh, financial systems uh, to different mm. campuses and mm. people used to ask me about venture capital so i really had a lot to give back to the student community so oh. so you know i felt that uh, this is something uh, which really uh, i understand and i love to do uh-huh. and uh, hence i chose this uh, i'm not saying that uh, i have like uh, achieved all that i dreamt of uh-huh. Uh-huh. but uh, but i'm surely on the way and uh, okay in my in my setbacks which uh, i have featured uh, you know uh, i have had in the last 20 21 years uh-huh. or probably more than that Uh, i feel that uh, this uh, space uh, allows me to grow uh, at the same time take risks and uh, you know it's a uh, i feel uh, i have a lot to contribute also to this field mm-hmm. wow that's that's a that's a very noble noble thing to say to do and believe and actually executed in the real life so kudos to you tushar on that so tushar mm-hmm. now why don't you tell me something more about your journey like from where did you start right and why don't you start from the very starting point like let's say from the point you were born to the current point where you started your business <laughs> i was uh, i was uh, my father was you know he is iit delhi 71 batch civil engineering oh, so wow. yeah so he used to work as executive engineer in uh, up pwd uttar pradesh public works department uh-huh. and uh, and you know we were we used to move around in cities in up i've lived in uh, the hills quite a lot uh, masuri and uh, mm-hmm. rudki and a uh, lot of those places uh, okay so after i we shifted to delhi and i did my schooling from here i used to mm-hmm. uh, take coaching iit coaching from vidya mandir Uh, the three okay. brothers right they, dmc classes yeah they used to teach at that time okay uh, uh, you know there were two rooms in the roof of the of their house in punjabi bag ha ha so that uh, made me think that uh, you know iit entrance is a very good business to do <laughs> so you know although i didn't clear iit but uh, i did my engineering and after engineering uh, you know i those were the dot com and dot uh, dot com boom and bust days ha <laughs> so i realized that a person has to be either in finance or technology okay and uh, so i thought you know uh, i don't want to be in textile field textile engineering uh, is what i did so <laughs> i prepared for mba examinations and i cleared uh, 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 i cleared uh, Uh, mba from university of delhi okay and uh, that is when i did mba finance from university of delhi and i got through iit delhi mba also which was in iit which was in mm-hmm. information technology mm-hmm. uh, but i ended up doing finance uh, from university of delhi okay and and uh, there i got a placement but you know i thought that uh, le- let me do a business in iit coaching because Mm-hmm. my father was also from iit and we both liked the business a lot right so we did that uh, we got 800 students every year three centers and uh, in 2006 uh, we mm-hmm. got competition in the business from uh, akash fitji narayana institute and chaitanya oh my so, god so that time uh, you know we got straight away competition in north delhi from four uh, 
uh, companies right so that is when we decided to sell off uh, we sold it to narayana institute and my father oh. uh, yeah so my father moved back to construction business and uh, uh-huh. i i moved back to uh, a job so i wanted to learn finance more uh, so i uh-huh. uh, i was picked up by deloitte and touche in their private equity advisory business okay and uh, that began my corporate career after deloitte and touche i joined brand capital which was times of india's venture arm right and, right uh, was part of the team which invested almost 100 crores across companies oh, and uh, then moved on to head of treasury at the russian telecom company where i raised 2 and 1/2 billion dollars right. and uh, then i moved on to being chief financial officer of uh, distribution logistics uh, which was owned by mm-hmm. gogonine partners mm-hmm. and post that began my startup journey in 2014 where i invested in four companies i was uh, one of the companies uh, i was managing uh, in the management seat as well okay and uh, that company is still continuing but uh, i started consultancy ventures in 2016 and uh, okay. since yeah since that time we are on this journey okay so uh, i mean you started the business you hopped three different jobs you came back to business but in a different sector altogether yeah I but heard. it was a sector which uh, i was working in in my entire uh, corporate life so i had in under, right. seen very high level uh, management level in that business understandable yeah so if i if i uh, the way i see your whole journey tushar I guess it will be right to say that the seeds of business in you got sown from your father. Yeah, because definitely. he was in the constant, he was in the construction business, and then the IT business. And one thing which I would definitely love to applaud, and guys, you know, this is again that Tushar also mentioned earlier, and I would say this Tushar did it himself was dive into a business at the right time. So as Tushar mentioned that during that. Uh, boom um, the dot com bubble burst and all that time he figured out either be in the tech business or the you know finance business and, and it is then, true even today right, uh, sarthak right. you know even today if you are in the tech side or on the finance side uh, that is where you will find a lot of global opportunities absolutely that that's very true so i was coming down to where tushar itself that tushar did that and he is a standing example for the, for himself and he's helping startups with that and guys timing does matter i mean either you are at the back end preparing for it and you nail the hammer at the right time then you know you're in the limelight all together or you know that your this time is coming and you start preparing for the right time so either of the two ways you need to be in the business at the right time otherwise you know you're, you're just missing the opportunity so i mean when tushar says this this is like with a lot of experiences coming out so tushar that's that's a lot a lot of stuff but you mentioned it quite a lot of times so shahar that there's been a lot of setbacks so i want mm-hmm. i would want you to mention the biggest setback that you remember and what was the learning from it when the biggest setback was uh... Uh, i used to drive down from uh, north side of delhi to gurgaon for almost 6 years uh, and God, uh, okay in between uh, i had some uh, spent some months at uh, 
one of the telecom companies aircel right and so that time i had a dual reporting so one boss used to come at 9 am in the morning and the other one uh-huh. used to leave, leave at 10 pm in the evening oh my god okay so so you know uh, i should have seen the writing on the wall that uh, this is something which will not uh, do good for my health Hi. and uh, i should have quit the job and you know taken another one because ultimately it did uh, impact my health quite a lot okay and because you know reaching 9 am and then leaving at 10 pm even on saturdays and sundays so oh it just spoiled uh, a lot of my mental peace and uh, so okay. you know end of the day it is just a job right i mean uh, if you have if you have it in you then you can perform in some other company very well right and i did that once i joined mts from aircel i was head of mm. treasury and these guys mm. were not getting uh, debt in india mm. because they were in losses mm-hmm. and i raised 2 and 1/2 billion dollars from them uh, 2600 crore from sbi consortium 500 right. crores from central bank of india and 1240 oh. crores from deutsche bank 1400 crores from ing vesha uh 500 million dollars from china development bank 830 million dollars from bank of china uh 100 million dollars from raiffeisen bank austria so uh, i did all these deals and got Should i tell you one thing do you have this open in front of you right now no 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 <laughs> <laughs> my god i'm so amazed at the numbers and the way you're just putting yeah. them out oh shit that's crazy <laughs> that's that's insane guys yeah. i mean this 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 makes me speak one thing that this guy is insanely into what he is doing so you know a lot of respect for you tushar on this one a lot Thank of you respect so you remember such numbers that's insane so yes please continue so you raised that amount for mts then yeah, and and you know the russians uh, i had such a good equation with them and mm-hmm. uh, in spite of the fact that there was work from home available in that company since 2011 when i was there but oh, wow okay it it only brought out the best in me you know uh, so mm-hmm. so you know instead of traveling to and a, four and a half hours on road uh, every day Uh, mm-hmm. i was giving my best and uh, giving a lot of success to the company and because mm-hmm. i had it in me so you know it was coming out mm-hmm. so so you know my main learning is that uh, there is nothing uh, in life which uh, uh, you know which is uh, that you know you can't do without it so uh, everything has a particular time and a price and a value and and you know if it is not suiting you then accept it and move on mm-hmm. yeah okay so that's that's a great learning so tushar how are you applying this learning in your business uh well um, you know there are many companies which come to me which have deep pockets right and uh, they come out saying that uh, they have developed a product uh, like you know there was this guy who came in a bmw in a meeting and he was mm-hmm. saying he has invested uh, 2.75 crores in a healthcare erp system okay so when i understood the system then what i did was i i, I told him i need 5 days and then i spoke to some uh, specialists from the healthcare it side mm-hmm. and i discussed the product with them so my mm-hmm. feedback to that guy was that in spite of the fact that you have put in so much money and you want to mandate me 
mm-hmm. I think that uh, you should, uh, you know, not, uh, 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 you know, not treat it as a uh, as a healthcare business, but treat it as an IT product, like a SaaS product. Mm-hmm. And and you should build your own team and not uh, give out, uh, uh, you know, give it out for free. You should have mm-hmm. your own team and charge for it and do installations. And so that was the business advice which I gave. Mm-hmm. So this guy did not accept the advice, uh, advice because he had already put in a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I left that deal. I told him, sorry, I can't do that. Right. So I could have taken the deal, earned some money on it. But if I'm not adding value to the client, then I feel I'm not uh, justifying my... Uh, and and you know and so so mm-hmm. it, so you know uh, my uh, my uh, you know uh, the way I work is that uh, I like to uh, deliver value for whatever I'm charging from the client. Right. So this is right. my learning. I mean, if something is not working, uh, there is a uh, uh, there is a almighty reason why it is not working, and you better let it go. Right, right, right. Okay, so Sushar, why don't you tell me one experience in your entire journey, in your entire entrepreneurial journey, which happened with you and it changed you top to bottom? Uh, okay, so... Uh, uh, okay, so I have many such instances. The one which came first to your mind. The first uh, one which comes to my mind is that uh, uh, that you know uh, I think I did engineering because uh, my father was from IIT and uh-huh. uh, he wanted me to do engineering. Uh-huh. But uh, having done engineering in textiles uh, through a selection process, right? You know, I cleared the uh-huh. exam. Right. So, but you know, uh, I always felt that those four years spent at learning textile, uh, I could have, uh, you know, that that was a time when IT boom was going on in the US. Mm-hmm. And I could have just uh, left that engineering in midway. And I could have done uh, an IT courses uh, here in Delhi. And I mm-hmm. could have easily moved on to the US or maybe built up my own uh, IT company. So mm. I always felt that, you know, we are, our whole education system, you know, tells us don't take risks. And right. it, huh, it tells us, uh, clear the exam, <laughs> take degrees. <laughs> and and today's times, mm. because of mm. Google and because of the edtech companies, uh-huh. every every skill you can have is easily available for free on YouTube and on other edtech websites. Right. You can actually skill yourself in anything mm, that's for true. free. That's true. I mean, so, you know, this lack of focus on skills and more focus on doing degrees, you know, this I, uh, I really thought that is uh, something which, uh, uh, and you know, in my talks with the startup people and student communities, I keep on telling them, Focus on mm. what you are learning, mm. and uh, and you know focus on the skills and rather than uh, on certificates and degrees and so on. Okay, so what skills are you developing right now, Tushar? Uh, well, uh, I am quite good into 
legal side of things as well although i have not studied in uh, uh, any law mm-hmm. course although mm-hmm. i cleared the central law examinations as well but i didn't join i joined mba mm-hmm. so you know i i can really write agreements i can read agreements um, and i know financial modeling very well and mm-hmm. my com- communication skill kuch bhagwan ne thodi achhi de di hai to thoda bahut bol lete hain students ke aage ye dekho guys this is this is the modest ashas speaking okay <laughs> <laughs> देखो कम्युनिकेशन स्किल तो भगवान से ही आई है सच्ची बताऊं तो ओके ओके ठीक है मान ली बात ये है बट देयर इज समथिंग व्हिच आई वुड लाइक टू पिक अप एंड दैट इज फोकस ऑन हेल्थ हेल्थ राइट या आई वुड रियली लाइक टू फोकस ऑन हेल्थ एंड बिल्ड अप यू नो जस्ट यू नो ट्रीट इट एज अ प्रायोरिटी Right. Okay. A lot of people do that in the middle forties. Uh, they start uh-huh. focusing on health, but अभी तक मुझे नहीं आया कैसे करना है? Workaholic to shall. I get it. <laughs> 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 okay, so that's that's a lot of things. That's a lot of insight, guys. And uh, I mean, very honestly, even a lot of people tell me also, so I can understand the health part. It's hard to get to focus on your health. health is important mm-hmm. so this is very understandable right so guys if you can then do focus on health otherwise ek point tak to i would say that you can take a risk but beyond a certain point it's not recommended see look I mean, at it this way sarthak soch ke right. dekho 20 21 ki age mein kaam start karte hain right 40 45 tak aate aate 15 20 saal ho jate hain corporate life mein राइट और हम ऑलरेडी हम टॉप पे पहुंच चुके होते हैं और हमारी सैलरी बेस्ट किस्म की हो चुकी होती है राइट उस टाइम पे कंपनी सोच रही होती है कि मैंने इतना महंगा एम्प्लॉय क्यों रखा हुआ है इसी की जगह मैं एक थर्टी ईयर ओल्ड रख लेता हूं जो इससे फाइव टाइम्स कम लेगा तो उस टाइम पे आपको माइंड में ये होता है कि शर्ट मैंने पूरी जिंदगी दे दी इस जॉब को और उस टाइम पे कंपनी आपको निकालने का सोच रही होती है और आप अपनी हेल्थ पिछले बीस साल में खराब कर चुके होते हो राइट तो ऐसी सिचुएशन में क्यों फंसना कि आप मतलब यू uh, नो you know, अगर आप बैलेंस्ड होके चलोगे तो आपकी ये हेल्थ वाली सिचुएशन नहीं आएगी आपके जो मन में आएगा आप करोगे that's true, that's true. That's that's true. हीरो शुरू की थी 60 की एज में राइट right. और मतलब ऐसे तो बहुत एग्जांपल्स हैं जो लोग लेट शुरू करते हैं तो अभी एक बहुत डायनेमिक वो पर्सनालिटी ओरिएंटेड सेशंस लेता है वो यंग लड़का है यंग एज इन ही वुड बी लाइक 35 टू 40 ओके तो वो अपना पैशन पूरा कर रहा है इससे पहले वो इनसिक्योरिटीज की वजह से जॉब कर रहा था राइट कितना खुश रहता है राइट मतलब ही टॉक्स टू 500 स्टूडेंट्स 200 स्टूडेंट्स सो तो इसलिए मतलब लाइफ इज वेरी शॉर्ट यू नो हम्म दैट्स ट्रू तो उसी बात पे बता आई एम सेइंग दैट गाइस व्हेन यू रियलाइज दैट यू नो आई शुड हैव डन समथिंग ऑफ माय ओन सो इन दोस 20 इयर्स वर्किंग ऑन समथिंग एल्स गेटिंग योर हेल्थ डाउन यूज योर हेल्थ एंड योर एनर्जी टू क्रिएट समथिंग ऑफ योर ओन बिकॉज़ समवेयर आई फील सो दैट जॉब आप कभी भी कर सकते हो बट देर इज अटन पॉइंट इन टाइम इन योर लाइफ जब तक आप रिस्क ले सकते हो दैट टू टेंशन फ्री रिस्क 
So why right. not utilize that time for your risk and then see? And you know, as Kunal Shah says also that uh, for startups, he says that even a college student should do a startup because even if the startup fails, uh, that person will become a ten x better employee. So even if this thing doesn't work out, uh, and when you go for a job, you'll be working, you'll be earning way more, and probably that mehnat will just turn out to be better. बिल्कुल बिल्कुल कैसे oh, आप इतनी यंग एज में कर रहे हो देखो मतलब आई रियली कॉम्प्लीमेंट यू कि आप यू नो यू आर डूइंग समथिंग व्हिच इज योर पैशन एंड एट द सेम टाइम व्हिच हैज अ बिजनेस मॉडल बिहाइंड इट राइट तो ये चीज यू नो बहुत ही अच्छी है वेरी नाइस थैंक यू थैंक यू सो मच तुषार तो तुषार देयर वाज दिस वन स्टेटमेंट व्हिच यू मेंशनड वाज आई मीन व्हिच इज अ वेरी कॉमन स्टेटमेंट आल्सो दैट एंड the reason i'm i'm specifically saying it for you is i don't generally say it for others that now you you yourself said that 95% of startups fail and you've talked to 6000 startups that's the number that you gave us right so right. according to that experience with whole of that experience what is that one reason or what is the major reason you feel so that startups fail dekho jo sabse bada reason रिसर्च में निकल के आया है दैट इज द फैक्ट दैट दे क्रिएटेड अ प्रोडक्ट बट दे डिडेंट वर्क ऑन द बिजनेस मॉडल बिहाइंड द प्रोडक्ट तो मतलब उन्होंने चीज तो बहुत अच्छी बनाई देवर पैशनेट एंड लेकिन कस्टमर उसके लिए यू नो वेदर द कस्टमर वॉन्ट्स टू पे फॉर इट और नॉट दे फॉर गॉट एंड यू नो सो देर आर मेनी थिंग्स विच आर यू नो sometimes our technology people they get so excited and they start creating something and then lay later on they said oh we forgot to study the market that you know hmm. uh, this market or kai bar kya hota hai that companies create something ahead of the time jaise india mart right. created a b2b platform way back 20 years back right and then it was only later that uh tiger global came and flipkarts and paytms started coming oh. out and jio came with the uh, internet service and uh, right. uh, logistics companies became matured like delivery and to ek pura ek right. ecosystem khada ho gaya hmm and on the back of that came udan and right. udan udan became a unicorn hmm so you know uh, look at pearson pearson brought out uh, tutor vista way back uh, 15 years back hmm aur uske baad jaake ye byju's unacademy or eruditus and uske baad ye sari companies create hui hmm. so sometimes you are early so to uh, yani uh, the thing is that but at the same time pearson and india mart both are also quite rich companies राइट right. तो उनका नुकसान नहीं हुआ फाउंडर्स का द फॉर द रिस्क दे टुक राइट या सो इसलिए मतलब आप कुछ क्रिएट करो तो मेन uh, चीज तो जो स्टार्टअप्स क्लोज होती हैं दैट इज दे डिडंट स्टडी द मार्केट प्रॉपर्ली सो इफ आई हैव रियली हैव टू समराइज दिस इन थ्री वर्ड्स कैन यू गेस दोस थ्री वर्ड्स व्हाट आई एम गोना से दे आर वेरी फेमस थ्री वर्ड्स बिकॉज ऑफ दूमर डेंट पे यू डोट है 
yeah 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 it's as simple right so guys you have one insight so tushar before we you know uh, come down to the end what is the business mantra out of your experience that you would like to give to my listeners uh, the business mantra is that uh, business can only run if you are uh, healthy you are cheerful you are joyful you are passionate and your family is happy and the place where you go to, to for sleeping which is the home is peaceful and happy so work on uh, work life balance uh, and uh, you know interact with the positive minded people who are happy with your happiness and uh, keep at it and uh, you will definitely reach there wow that's a very very different advice guys that we have this time so so you know what i would say on this part is definitely take on this advice because no matter what and i i would i wouldn't deny this i am also somewhere guilty of not taking up this thing but somewhere deep down i also know i should be doing this there's a point in in life where you will realize that this work life balance is very 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 important because a lot of times a lot of stories are there where people work their asses off they get to a level but then you don't have anyone to celebrate with now if you don't have those people around to celebrate what is that life for what is that money for so that work life balance is very very important no matter what you do and before we wrap up guys as usual the one thing that i loved the most from tushar was one thing that look at the trend pick up the right thing and one definite thing which i would love to compliment is that be calm tushar has been really really calm right so be calm and things will fall into place for you also with that said tushar i want to thank you so much for coming on the show it's been a thank pleasure you. talking to you and thank this you. amazing journey and yes guys if you are running a startup do go to tushar he is based out of delhi ncr and definitely he can help you out and you know i wish you all the best guys so that you are able to help raise funds with the help of tushar and things work out for you thanks again tushar for coming in i'll see you soon bye bye Thank you Sata thank you everyone for watching and listening I hope that you're able to take back something insightful from this podcast and apply it in your life to be a better version of yourself and add to your dhandoni soch If you know someone whom you think should feature on my podcast and has a very inspiring entrepreneurial journey then do drop me a DM on my Instagram S A R T H A K V A R S H N E Y Sarthak Varshna. Yeah, that's me. I'm the founder of SV Clicks and SV Clicks is the producer of this show. You can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn as well with the same name. If you're willing to listen to more of such unheard inspiring stories of the entrepreneurs, then don't forget to follow us by pressing that follow button on your podcast screen. Thank you for being such an amazing audience. Keep learning, keep growing. We'll be back soon. See ya.